and welcome to Weddings Unveiled, a podcast for your wedding planning process. I'm your host, Leah Longbreak. We know how exciting and stressful playing the big day can be, and we're here to help, providing you with information and advice from industry insiders and those with firsthand experience. It can sometimes be a challenge, particularly for couples in the LGBTQ community, to find vendors that are equality-minded. On today's episode, we have Brittany Dry, founder and editor-in-chief of Love, Inc., the leading equality-minded print and online publication that creates original content for both straight and same-sex couples. Brittany will share with us how couples planning their wedding can find supportive pros to work with. Brittany, I am so excited to have you on Weddings Unveiled today. Thank you so much for having me, Leah. I'm very excited to chat. So tell us what made you decide to start Love, Inc. Because I have to tell you, I've become such a huge fan of this website and everything you stand for. Uh, Thank you so much. That's so kind of you to say. I started Love, Inc. back in 2013. I had always been an editor, uh, editor, writer. I had a few freelance clients back then who were wedding blogs. And when writing for those blogs, I really kind of saw how heteronormative the wedding industry was. Most of the media back then, marketing that wedding pros were doing, everyone was targeting a bride marrying a groom. So I saw this void in the space. Also, or they were, the resources out there for LGBTQ plus couples were strictly for LGBTQ plus couples. So no one was being truly inclusive with our content. For me, I felt, well, if you separate it, it implies that it's different, which kind of defeats this whole purpose of equality, right? So right. I saw this, this need for a truly inclusive resource. It's not a gay wedding. It's just a wedding. It's equal representation of all identities and orientations. Of course, we still use gender-neutral language, and we create content that is targeted to both hetero and LGBTQ plus couples, just really just make it organic, not make it a thing, you know? That's how Love, Inc. was born, and that was in 2013. So this was before we had marriage equality here in the States on a federal level. And, you know, eight years in, I when I launched, I was hoping it'd be a moot point by now, you know, we'd just be a normal <laughs> yeah. wedding pub. But unfortunately, even though we do have marriage equality, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in the wedding space, specifically a lot of wedding pros still discriminate, unfortunately. A lot of wedding pros still need education on Mm -hmm. marketing to LGBTQ plus couples. So, you know, there's definitely still a need for that inclusive angle and that inclusive lens on the wedding content. So I'm still, you know, fighting the good fight. (laughs) Absolutely. And I thank you and commend you on your hard work to try to promote equality and inclusivity. You know, so one of my dear friends, she works for the LGBTQ Center of Greater Cleveland. And when I was launching my show, you know, I was talking to her about uh, what I'll be doing and how, you know, I trying to make sure every, you know, love is love to me. So I want to make sure everyone feels included when they're listening to the show. She was telling me that, you know, she knows of couples in the LGBTQIA space that are, you know, they want to work with equally mind, equality minded pros, but there's not like a list available. Like there's, it's so hard for them to find someone that can do this. And so when I came across your publication, I was like, 
the love list. Like this is perfect. I mean, this is a great way to help couples find out who they can turn to and trust to plan their big day. Absolutely. That's, you know, kind of one of the, you know, biggest issues that LGBTQ plus couples have during the wedding planning process is that they feel like they have to come out to every single wedding pro they inquire with. Mm -hmm. If it's not blatantly obvious from their website, it's this, you know, awkward conversation at best, you know, hey, I'm marrying another woman. Are you okay with that? And at worst, they're discriminated against. And this, you know, planning should be stressful, sure, but it shouldn't be heartbreaking, right? You should not be discriminated against for who you are and or who you love. And that still just happens way too frequently. So because we do feature hetero weddings on Love, Inc., I reach out to every single vendor who is credited, you know, in a wedding or styled shoot that we feature before publishing to make sure that they are equality-minded. So even with the Love List, even beyond that, every single vendor who has ever been featured on Love, Inc., has been vouched for by our team. So we do the homework for our readers so that they know going into it, you know, they see an amazing floral installation. They can look and see who did that and know that that person is eager to work with them. So those that are just learning about Love, Inc. and the Love Lists, if they are looking for one of these vendors that are specific to their region, like I'm from Northeast Ohio, for example, and I want to find one of these pros that are in my area, can you just go specifically to that region or is it just kind of like an overarching list of pros? Yeah. So as of right now, it is by region, but we have a shiny new website launching later this summer that goes into state by state and then even more so if it is a big city. So like New York City within New York. So I'm very excited to be rolling that out later this summer. It's been a very long project. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. (laughs) You want to be able to narrow down that focus and and find somebody in your area. It's so key. So I really wanted to bring that to our readers. It's definitely been a, a tremendous undertaking because we've also done it for all of the real weddings and all of the styled shoots so that you can really narrow down your inspiration and ideas to your specific location. But I think it's, yeah, I think it's worth it. It's it's worth that extra work because that's how people are searching. <laughs> when you first launched Love, Inc., were the Loveless a part of it? Or is it something that evolved because you were seeing couples struggling to find professionals that accepted them. So the Loveless was definitely a part of it from the get-go. It was one of the driving forces of why I started Loving because I wanted to bring a resource of equality-minded pros to the forefront. So it was definitely, you know, a huge part of our entire brand from the start. Brittany, for professionals that are equality-minded, what's the best way for them to show couples that they they are supportive? Absolutely. This is it's so important to do also because a statistic is like 86% more likely to inquire for a service if they see from the start that you are an equality-minded wedding pro. So that's a huge number, right? And mm-hmm. of course, like rainbow banners, you know, rainbow badges, everyone knows what the rainbow stands for. So that's always a really popular option. I love, you know, kind of including it into your about us bio. So some kind of ally or inclusivity pledge saying, you know, we work with couples no matter, you know, gender orientation, race, culture, 
you know, saying love is love, just being very specific about it um, Mm -hmm. and very forthcoming about it. And if you have worked an LGBTQ plus wedding, you know, make sure to include that imagery in your portfolio. Yeah, and language. Language is really important. You know, don't market to a bride or a bride and groom. Use gender-neutral language in all of your marketing messaging, whether it's, you know, you trade out bride and groom for couple or partners. I love the term soonlyweds. I use that a lot in my content. Oh, that's cute. Soonlyweds. I love that. So I'm just, you know, kind of swapping out those very gendered terms that are very The wedding industry is full of them, very hetero-driven terminology. So just swapping out those gender terms for something more gender neutral is a great first step. I'm Anne-Marie Kelly. Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. What's been the feedback you've you've received from couples that have been involved with Love Inc., whether their their story has been featured or they've used the site or the magazine to help plan theirs? What's been the biggest feedback you've received? That is honestly my favorite part of the job is receiving DMs or emails from couples just ecstatic that they've found a resource that they can see their own love in, thrilled and so excited to see their love celebrated if it's been a, you know, if we featured their wedding. And and it, it tends to usually come from LGBTQ plus readers the most because it's not as common to see that. More, you know, it's, it's getting better with other publications, but right. still not to the level that we do. And it is honestly my favorite. It's what keeps me going. Is, is hearing that feedback from our readers and couples that are just so happy to have stumbled across Love, Inc. And, and found a resource that speaks to them and their love. And if a couple wants to have their wedding featured or a professional wants to join your love list, it's pretty easy to sign up through your website, right? Yeah. So we have, um, we use a platform called Submittable for both the applications of our love list as well as any real wedding submissions. So for submitting your wedding or event, we also feature engagement shoots and we also have a family vertical. So if you are, you know, expecting, we have expecting shoots and family sessions, all those fun things. You can um, go to our site and there's a how to submit link that will take you to our platform and you can do it or you can have your photographer or planner do it. It's very, very simple. And then we review each and every single one. And, you know, if it's a hetero couple, we do our due diligence and confirm everyone's equality minded and get, you know, any questionnaire responses from the couple and yeah, and get it up on our site. And then for the love list, it's a pretty short application. It should take like, you know, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
but we just, you know, again, we want to confirm that that you are equality minded and that you are there for the right reasons and a certain level of talent. Also, you know, we're putting our our stamp of approval on every single person that is in our love list, even more so than, you know, the content that we feature. So the person has to be a certain level of professionalism if we're going to recommend them to our readers. So what are some trends that you're seeing for fall 2021 going into 2022? What do you think are going to be like the big things we should consider, that couples should be considering? I mean, COVID, you know, definitely made an impact on weddings. Even before COVID, I saw micro micro weddings starting to rise in popularity and COVID just really, you know, brought it home. So we, we're going to see that even post COVID. I feel like, you know, we really got a sense of what was important and people are wanting to prioritize the guest experience much more than before. And you can do that so much better with a smaller guest list. You know, your, your dollar is going to stretch a lot further with 50 people than it can with 200. I was going to say the savings that you're going to have with a micro-wedding. So I see that definitely becoming much more of a trend than it was prior. And then, you know, also just there's these safety measures that I think are going to continue to stay in place, you know, maybe not six feet apart, you know, in 2022. Right. But the way that, you know, food is served and you know, still having sanitizing stations because there is going to be this level, you know, everyone's at varying levels of comfort, right? Mm-hmm. And couples are going to want to make sure that their guests are are comfortable and they feel safe at their event. So they're going to go, you know, the extra mile to to ensure that. I always say this as someone that was a germaphobe pre-COVID. I'm so happy that some of these safety measures, especially with food, is going to continue because it's so important. Yeah, definitely not, you know, not some, not all bad things coming out of this. (laughs) (laughs) So any other advice that you have for couples planning their wedding? I think it's important to, especially in this day and age, to really look at the vendors you're hiring and make sure that your values align with theirs as well. You know, with Black Lives Matter and all the horrific events that have happened, it's imp- I think it's important for businesses to take a stand. Businesses and brands to take a stand on where they where they are and who they support. And it's so important that you are spending your dollars with brands that match match that and brands that align with your own values because, you know, you want to make sure that your vendor team is is diverse and, you know, is supportive of marginalized communities and is doing that work on the back end for, you know, organizations, whether it's LGBTQ plus rights or Black Lives Matter, whatever it may be. These things matter and it's, you know, it, it's your wedding, so it may not be at the top of mind, but you are spending a great deal of money, likely. So make sure that those dollars are going to businesses that support those causes. Absolutely. Okay, so I had warned you ahead of time that I have two last questions for you. The first one is, what is your all-time favorite celebrity or royal wedding dress? So um, Solange Knowles. Oh, I was obsessed 
with her that was wedding like the look, really cute pantsuit, the, right? With the cape, she had yes. she had three looks. All of them had capes, and one was a jumpsuit. And it, oh my gosh, I stared at her wedding portraits for like an obscene amount of time. She <laughs> looked so amazing, and hands down, that was that's been my favorite celebrity wedding look. Grace Kelly, I think, is iconic. An iconic wedding dress, lace, and yeah, I mean, that's just pure, pure classic wedding gorgeousness. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, but those would be my two celebrity slash royal. (laughs) Yeah, the Solange one, that's a great one. And yeah, she did have multi-looks, but that jumpsuit and her and her husband on the bikes, like that was such a fun photo. And Grace Kelly, oh my gosh, like Princess Kate, Kate would not have her lace sleeve dress if it wasn't for the Grace Kelly dress because that was the influence, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, the second one. What song do you think is the best first dance song? I mean, I'm a little biased and I'm going to say my own. I actually had a very hard time finding a first dance song. I wanted something that would, you know, speak to us, but not common. So... I think, you know, you should pick whatever first song, first dance song speaks to you as a couple. Mm -hmm. For my husband and I, I wanted a a good song, but also with like an acoustic kind of style to it. So we did Only You by Joshua Radden. And it was originally done by Yaz in like, I think, the 80s maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, so if you remember the Office episode of, I can't, I think it was their wedding, Pam and Jem's wedding episode. Oh, yeah. That the Yaz version, the original version was being played on it. Yeah. So, um, but I love that song. And, but this version was kind of more of a updated, updated one. Yeah. So we did that. Um, So it's, you know, for me personally, <laughs> my oh, that's favorite. Fantastic. Yeah. I have to go listen to that version because, yeah. like, I know the older version, but I don't know the updated yeah, one. Yeah, it's good. It's, I mean, it's definitely like more low key. And um, I wanted something short too because I honestly didn't want to do a first dance, but it oh. was important to my husband because I just didn't want all the eyes on me. I don't know. I felt, no, I felt weird. But my husband, it was important to my husband. So, of course, like, we did it and um, it was, it was short. <laughs> which, which was a good compromise. But yeah, it's a good song. And I still listen to it every now and then and, you know, get a little misty-eyed. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, there's a song for couples listening to consider. And it's so beautiful. Well, Brittany, how can we get more information on you and Love, Inc.? Yeah, so you can find me at loveincmag.com and at loveincmag across all social media platforms. Thanks for being with us, Brittany. All right. Thanks so much for having me, Leah. Thanks for listening to Weddings Unveiled. Make sure you follow the show on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And follow Weddings Unveiled on social media. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to executive producers David Moss and Gerardo Orlando, production director Bridget Coyne, and audio engineer Eric Coltnow. Don't forget to enjoy the journey. <laughs>